underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 193. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Rupert's chum, Ryan Clements. Hello, hello. How's that one? That one? Uh, right. It's okay. I'm running out of good ones. Uh, we, we should you, decide on a good one for you. You've had a, a bunch of classics. All right. So. He only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Metal Gear. And the Tech Tower. Scott Lowe. Not a new one this week? No. No. Yeah. Well, no. That's your new one. Okay. We're You're retiring just Gear God because it was inflammatory to the real Gear God, Metal Gear. Mr. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> now you're in the Tech Tower. You're okay. not even that tall, though. But you do have a... You, we're you, about the same height. You have, a, you have a cylinder-esque... You, you're, like, you're, you're a bean pole. I'm very you're cylindrical. You're a bean pole. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't know if I would have classified Scott Lowe as the same height as Greg Miller. That's what Greg, he said. I didn't, Greg I didn't Miller is a tall man. Yeah, everybody... Oh, let's get that on the table, too. We, we have a lot to talk about, but the number one thing we should talk about this week is that, yes, I'm very tall, ladies yes, and gentlemen. Yes, And the number one thing I get told when I meet people is, oh, my God, you're taller than I thought you'd be. And I understand, and it's understandable, because I, like I like taking photos with fans and friends and everybody else. And when I do that, though, I put my arm around people usually and lean my head down. Right. So I always look like I'm who, the height of whoever. I am I am about seven or eight feet tall. He's a juggernaut. <laughs> seven or eight, juggernaut. give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this has been a good episode. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be back. We had it. We yeah. had an awesome E3 show uh, last one. If you didn't listen to the podcast beyond episode 192, go ahead. Of course, uh, another big thank you to Mr. Yoshida, president of Sony Worldwide Studios, for joining us for that episode. Thank you so much, uh, friends out there who listened to the show and tweeted at us and him. Remember, he's at YOSP, Y-O-S-P. Uh, and uh, so many people tweeted that it was a great show and we had a good time and a lot of emails about it. Thank you so much. That means a lot to us. We were very, very proud of that show, too. At least the first half. Very, very happy with the first 45 minutes. The last half of Brian Miggles walking up and not being able to put together a sentence because we're so tired. Not great. <laughs> but I'm excited to be back to full power today. Yeah. So let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Uh, once again, these are from the man himself, Colin Moriarty. Mm. So the opinions reflected here. There might be there might be a spin on this. This is the spin zone. I'm ready. <laughs> Number one. This is the heavy spin zone. Take me to the spin zone. In May 2011, physical games sold for a total of 74. No, that's not right. 743 million in the United States. <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> this is a 14% year-over-year decline and is the lowest month of physical game sales since way back in October 2006. What could it mean? I don't know. What does it mean? I don't know. I think people are buying more digital stuff? No. You don't think so? I think just people are buying less games, period. Well, was there less good games, maybe? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of in the twilight years of the life cycle. But that, that should mean that everybody has them. Everybody's got the, everybody's got the console. It should be some more. Here's what I'll tell you. I was at, I was at the GameStop the other day buying some stuff. The GameStop. Tell stops. me about the it. GameStops. Tell me and, about uh, it. And there was a woman in front of me with her two kids, and the GameStop guy was trying to sell her on the uh, new whatever power up, the rewards card they yeah. have or whatever. And she listened for a while, and she's like, "No, you know, we don't we don't need it. Thanks. We live you know 20 miles from GameStop usually, so we don't come in all that often. And plus, we buy a lot of stuff off the Xbox Live." I was like, <laughs> "Interesting. <laughs> like you know, it's, it's weird. It's, I, like because the ki the kids were like." Seven or eight, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, I did know. Did she say we the Xbox She did say Live? the Xbox yes. Live. <laughs> That's amazing. We, I, it's one she of those owns things. a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Wii. <laughs> it's one of the, you know, we're all insulated and we all, you know, cutting edge and yeah. like to waste our money on digital goods. So it's like, it, it's no shock when Colin drops $100 in home to pick up a bunch I know, of t-shirts. I can't, I can't get enough of those t-shirts and those <laughs> other goods in home. I, I will say this, that... I, I can't – even though I guess October 2006 was right before PlayStation 3 came out, Xbox was out for a year, Wii was about to come out. 
Jeez, Louise, I hate that. Yeah, that don't noise. talk about it. Oh, yeah, don't, don't hear. We have a bad podcast room. Everybody knows this. Uh, <laughs> and there's trouble afoot in the earphones. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I refuse to believe that even with that said, and that, that those were October 2006 was probably a fairly weak time for games, too. That well, it was right after 9-11, too. Yeah, it was right, right Never after 9-11. Never forget, Colin. <laughs> Never I'm, I'm hard, I'm hard to believe you forgot. It was five years one month after, <laughs> after 9-11. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. i got to run some dates. <laughs> get, get off the bad computer. <laughs> there mu- in other words, there must have been weaker, weaker months than... Then May, I mean, May wasn't that week of a month anyway. Didn't L.A. Noir come out and stuff like that in May? So, <sighs> is that right? God, it seems so long ago. Is that possible? That L.A. Noir was just in May? <laughs> yeah, Probably. I think so. Mm. When did Portal come out? Uh, April? April, I think, okay. yeah. Portal's good. BTW, we've talked about the awesome series of cartoons uh, on the show long ago. I would like to say that there is a uh, awesome noir where uh, Ego Raptor, this Flash artist online, has done an, an, another one of his classic takes on L.A. Noir, and it's hysterical. Go look it up. How can I find it? Ego Raptor they put in? Uh, his his like ta- his tag is E-G-O Raptor. Okay. Ego Raptor, but it's on YouTube, Newgrounds, the usual places to find Flash. Just go check it out. Awesome Noir or something. I don't know. It's got Noir in it. It's got Awesome in it. Is it like Metal Gear Awesome guys? It's it's the same dude. He's yeah. done he's done Awesome takes on so many different games. I love the Call of Duty one. That was my favorite. Uh, the, I think I still think the Gears of War one is one of his one of his finest. Oh. <laughs> Hop aboard the coal train, baby. <gasps> and then they're yeah, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. rip What's opens in space the, time. Uh, trauma Center one too, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Zombie <laughs> cancer. <laughs> yeah. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Thank you all for uh, joining us on this audio journey of things you might not have seen. Go, this is a conversational podcast. Now I agree, it is. And now, now I can tell you that I do sign off on Ego Raptor. Go get him. Yeah. Go get him, everybody. Go get him. <laughs> well, get that off ass. My coffee here before I get to number two. There was some turmoil with the upcoming title, Batman Arkham City. Originally, Robin was confirmed to be in the game, but it appeared that only people who pre-ordered at Best Buy would have access to him. Rocksteady representatives have since confirmed that this isn't the case. Robin will be in the challenge maps for everybody who purchased the game, though early access to him will be given to those who pre-order at selected retailers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. End quotes. End quotes. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, now, I wrote the article saying that Robin's probably available to everybody. I want to say probably. They didn't really confirm it. They danced around it. This is how these people do their thing. But the fact that they said exclusive early access. Right, right. I'm in the same vein that, yeah, totally. He's coming for everybody. Tim Drake, everybody, too. The third Robin, who's no longer Robin in the current continuity, but they're about to blink the universe of DC Comics, so who knows what's going to happen when he runs. They're about to blink it? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, it's, you know, they're going to reset continuity. They're taking all the issues back to one, and they're rechanging everything. Welcome to Get Out From Underneath Your Anime Rock. This has been huge news for like three weeks now. <laughs> IGN's been covering the crap out of it. I want to know what the anime rock looks like. Uh, it's like grayish. Okay. And it's got really jagged edges, and it cries out these it, giant sweat drops pop off the <laughs> Anybody care about this except me? No, 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 the continuity Robin. thing or the, the well, fact that Robin is in continuity. the game? Continuity. I know you care about Scott Lowe. But yeah, Robin in the game. I mean, it's exciting. I, it means that he's actually in the game. Like the pe- people Not are free- playable, though. Pro- no, pro- well, outside of challenge maps, no. I think he's going to be like the Joker, right? Okay. But the, but the fact that they have his model, I'm assuming it means that they have his model like they did for Joker last time around. So Robin's in the game actively doing something, which I'm excited about. I didn't, think, I didn't take you for a Robin fan. I like Tim Drake quite a bit. Okay. I do not like that he's Red Robin currently. Okay. Oh, I thought, who was Owl Dude? Owl Bro. Wasn't there From an Owl? Watchmen? <laughs> no. I thought owl, owl Dude, bro. Owl Bro. Uh, I thought that uh, at one point, 
Robin was named oh, had an owl. Nightwing. No, oh. Dick Grayson, the original Robin. Close he enough. Graduated from being owl Robin. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> owl, owl bro, Nightwing, same thing. Whatever. <laughs> when, uh, yeah, eventually Dick Grayson got tired of being Robin and went on to be Nightwing. And then he did that for a long, long time. And then he became Batman when Bruce Wayne was dead, in quotes. Okay. And then when Bruce Wayne came back from the dead, because he's really just lost in time. Uh, Dick Grayson continued to be Batman, and then Bruce Wayne was also Batman, and they started this thing called Batman Incorporated, which is where we are right now. Now you're caught oh up. Oh my God! But comic books. In August, this is all going to change. This I just blacked out. What'd you say? All right. Anyway, <laughs> number dude. number th- owl bro, bro. Owl bro. <laughs> Everybody, send I in your owl bro, owl bro fan art, please. <laughs> owl bro. <laughs> number three, Bungie, the famed Xbox 360 exclusive developer responsible for the Halo series, is working on a new multi-console game. No one knows the details of what the game is yet, however. The name Bungie Aerospace has been floated, though no one knows exactly what it is either. Uh, it is a game or... Oh, I'm sorry. Is it a game or a service or something else entirely? We'll find out soon as Bungie has promised a reveal of Bungie Aerospace in the coming weeks. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested to see what the hell that is. Because I know that earlier this year, they we know that Bungie, I guess, have a, had, you know made a copyright on... Aerospace. Now, is that is that a the game or or, or like some sort of? Because that's a, why are they calling it Bungie Aerospace? If if the game was called Aerospace or the project was called Aerospace, they would just call it Aerospace. The rumor was that they were working on an MMO, right? Yeah, I mean that, that's or the, was that debunked? I can't remember. I don't know. I mean, I I, I remember here. I've heard a lot of rumors about what this game is. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, you know, they keep good secrets over there. Yeah, yeah they, do. they do. I like it when they do countdown clocks that go to nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, that happened. Remember that? Yeah. Do you like it when they announce that they're going to announce something like they just did? Uh, God. Number four. Chaos Studios, the developers of Frontline, Fuel, Frontlines, Fuel of War, and more recently, Homefront, has been closed down by publisher THQ. The move was described as, quote, strategic realignment, end quote, with the development of the reported Homefront sequel and perhaps future Homefront DLC being shifted to THQ's Montreal studio. Clearly, a strange move for a studio that delivered a profitable game that sold nearly 3 million copies. Then again, let's not forget what happened to THQ's stock price when Homefront Reviews began coming out, yeah. said Colin Moriarty with a scowl. How, are you scared? Are you worried? What are you going to do? I'm bummed because I, I, I think um, I think their on- cast was on to something with Homefront, and I just hope that they can continue that at, you know, with the sequel of Montreal, Montreal Studios. Studios. Yeah, yeah. Um, because like I said, like I gave Homefront a seven. I think that's a completely fair score. It was a good game. You played it. You liked it. You yeah, it was a good I enjoyed game. it. The setting was obviously the best part about the game, and uh-huh. I gave because I gave the presentation a nine. I mean, I thought I thought the like the story and the characters and what was happening, where you were fighting, was really riveting. You know, fighting in like a survivalist camp in Utah and then fighting on the Golden Gate Bridge and all that. I mean, I I like that kind of stuff, so I really dug it. But I'm I'm a little bummed that they're not going to be able to do the, the next game. But hopefully, you know, THQ knows what it's doing, and and uh, the studio. You know, give some love to Homefront too. They've done the wonders with the De Blob franchise, so I'm sure THQ knows what they're doing. Don't worry about that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I thought De Blob was really uh, good. I, I shuffled my papers, sir. I shuffled them. Right. No, De Blob is a very good game. Yeah. Uh, number five, Rage, the much-anticipated upcoming new IP from id Software, has been delayed. Oh. Originally slated for release on September 13, Rage has been pushed back a month to October 4th. Oh. No! <laughs> says Colin. That's <laughs> eh, not too bad. Yeah, it kind of sucks, though, because, like, uh, so many other, you know, Arkham City's coming out in October. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, I don't know. There's just a lot of things. Plus, you know, it gives me a little more time to play Resistance, I guess, which is nice. Mm. Yeah. Um... 
But there's just so many, and then you got to kind of you know make a buffer room for Elder Scrolls, and you know there's just I don't know. Uncharted, Uncharted, Uncharted of course. First of, of uh, November. Was well, I the only one uh, unimpressed by Elder Scrolls? No, I'm still I still do not have a nerd boner for that. I always say. Yeah, I almost fell asleep during the demo. Fools! <laughs> I I shit you not. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like the last demo of E3, actually. Okay. Um, so, to be fair, you might have fallen asleep for anything. It's true. I was you really might have, tired. You might have had the entire uh, Girls' Generation ensemble <laughs> dancing in front of you, yeah. and you might have fallen asleep. Uh, well, and... K-pop reference. Well, I mean, the, the little room they put you in was super hot, and I was in with a bunch of sweaty dudes, and... All right, all right. Talk about the game. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, like, I saw it, and I'm like, okay, so this is like Fallout 3 with swords and dragons and, and pointy hats. And Fallout shit. 3 was like Elder Scrolls 4, though, with guns. Exactly. So, I mean, that, I mean that's, the, that's their... It's a natural evolution. That's what they do, you know. Yeah. But this game's running on... I think the game looks beautiful. It's clearly running on a different engine. The, you know, the... I think it looks really cool. The, I think the, <laughs> the combat looks fun. The dual wielding looks cool. The dual wielding with, like, spells and weapons, I think, looks nice. I've that game, that game's... I, I think that game's gonna blow people. I mean, away. I like the idea that you can stab a dragon, but I mean, other than that, like wandering around and kind of. I agree with Scott. I need yeah. to mark. I need to mark the time for that noise you made. That was. <laughs> 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 He's like a small animal. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think. I think people that aren't. I mean. Uh, I, I have weird tastes on games clearly, and, of course, I, and you're people don't. For rage. People don't remind me. You know, people remind me of that regularly, but. I think you're crazy if you're not I, excited about that game, about Skyrim. I just don't – I don't know. My problem with Skyrim is that everyone is everyone is so excited about it. Everyone. What does that tell you, though? I look at the demo and I go, I don't know what the fuck crack you people are smoking. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. I'm not taking away from how awesome those games are. Fallout, I, it took me a long time to warm up to Fallout. And then once I played it, I was like, game of the year. Okay, I'm totally yeah. down with this. I understand. But like looking at it in action, maybe is the fact that so many people have more experience with the Elder Scrolls franchise. You know what I mean? Like they've, you know, I didn't play the last one. I didn't play Oblivion. Well, it looks like an awesome expansion to an existing series. But the way people were talking about it at E3 was like it was this fucking like magical uh, gaming experience, and I went. I'm like, well, I, I've seen it's this like before. I compare that demo of Skyrim to Bioshock Infinite, and it's like Bioshock Infinite blew me away. Yeah. I thought that was so well done, and the characterization you get out of well, that. Well, it's doing something seconds. new, and exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it looks it looks beautiful, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Skyrim still looks kind of has that stiff like. Yeah, I, I think know, I, I I've always thought it. Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls games have looked awkward. Nothing about them looks natural. I think to I'm, me. No, I think that that's the case with you know what they were doing with. Uh, with Oblivion and Fallout 3, I think that, like, especially in third person, you know, when, for instance, when Charles and I saw the game for the first time, we were we were amongst the first ba- small batch of people that ever uh. seen the game. The the first thing that Todd Howard showed us was, you know, he went into third person. He was like, look at how great the animation is. And it, that does like, look better because, like, in, you know, the guys usually, you know, Clayman used to do a great impression of like how it looks like when someone's just running by you in Fallout 3, and you're just like <laughs> waving his arms. And, and, but this guy like looked normal, and he looked like he had a nice cadence going. His weapons looked, yeah. you know, flowing. His his robes, whatever. I mean, everything just like, kind of looked nice. And I'm not saying the game is like it is like Uncharted level beautiful, but yeah. the game definitely looks a lot better than I expected it was going to look. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, because when you like, when he pulls up his shield. And uh, like the blurry textures right there, I'm like, yeah, this is what I was, this is what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just you know, I think when you played Fallout 3 or like you know 2008, I was like, this is a, a pretty good looking game. It doesn't look, it looks a little aged, but it, it looks pretty good. But then when you played New Vegas, you were like, this doesn't look really good anymore. Yeah. Like this game's almost inexcusably bad looking. But I, so I think that they're trying to rectify that in a lot of ways. But again, the way a game looks and sounds are the least important things about a game. So of course, of course, so, very true. Um, you know, I'm excited to just. I know that that game's gonna suck hundreds of hours out of my life, and 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 I want it to. 
because it's just well, it's like one of those games like you get once a year. It's like Grand Theft Auto or Fallout or you know back nice when effect. back when good Final Fantasy games were released. Whoa! You know, it was like you looked forward to that game where you're like, I want to play this, this, but then I need to t- carve out a month in which I'm going to play this game, and so that's why I'm excited about it, and I'm glad it's coming out in November, so I have time to play uh, Resistance and rage and twisted metal and whatever else i'm going to play before yeah. that game comes out because nothing else is going to have any air to breathe yep. yeah i don't fault anyone for getting a nerd boner over it i just can't personally. it's just not yeah. getting us to wiggle yeah. speaking of nerd boners goddamn, i keep getting more excited about the vita every time oh, yeah. i see a new vita trailer oh, for a game mm. <sighs> vita's gonna be awesome dude i'm a total believer yeah oh my goodness fan what, what trailer did you see I am uh, the Gravity Days trailer. Okay. I didn't get a chance to see it earlier. Okay. And okay. it's just oh my god, it's got it's got so much potential. There's so much cool stuff. Also, Dragon Crown, calling it right now. Dragon's Crown. It's the it's the is. next Vanillaware game, but it's okay. for Vita. So oh, the, it, they showed this the, like in the montage. Yeah, the it's a, right? it's almost like a a, a Golden Axe kind of you know 2D side-scrolling brawler, but okay. I'm so but excited. By Vanillaware, <laughs> by Vanillaware. So it's the animation is like you know super spectacular art style and everything. I've never I haven't reviewed a uh, Vanillaware game yet, so I totally want to. Okay. Please, please. I'm I'm still the game I'm most excited about hands down is Super Stardust. Yeah, a little bit. A little well, bit. It's beautiful. Yeah, that game's gonna game's gonna make Super life. Stardust is amazing too. Don't get me wrong. Make me. It's something. gonna be awesome when we're all sitting around playing Vita games. <laughs> That'll be a fun week when everybody in the office, Tal and Pair, are playing Vita games. And then a week later they don't. And then it's exactly. just the, and then it's just <laughs> the four done. of us again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's firmware no, for the Vita. Yeah, still have some goddamn comment. You know, you know what? I, you know what I was surprised about though. This is interesting. As the Vita, as we get closer to, I mean, a, a lot of things can change in the next six months, but. And looking at NPD numbers in which 3DS sold under 100,000 units. That's, under 100,000 units last month. Pathetic. It's really bad. Like, really. The, to put that into context, the Wii sold, I think, 225,000 last month. The Wii. Yeah. So there's no moment. No one really seems to care about the 3DS. And so I, I, think, I think that the, the Vita is going to. I certainly don't. I think that there's going to be plenty of, like, a vacuum for the Vita to be like, look, there's a, a, a handheld with games. And that's why I was asking Yoshida. I'm like, did you. Learn something from Nintendo because of the lukewarm reception. I'm not sure about in Japan, but I know in the United States there were no games, so no one gave a shit. And no one still gives a shit because there's still no games. Yeah. So is that why they're waiting? Is that why there's this robust catalog of games that yeah. look like they're going to be ready? Yeah, you know? totally. That's it's what all, matters. It's also awesome that uh, the other day like someone came in, and I think it was Jack who was like, I was trying out Street Pass again. Woo! And I was like, man. Yeah, the DS, the, the the DS built-in store or whatever, software just, uh, or whatever. Just got updated. Just throw everything out the the window yeah I, I, I'm, I'm reviewing I, you know at e3 i was like i like luigi's mansion i like the mario mm-hmm. I, the like, I, I like the mario kart yeah i'd like to yeah. play these games on the go why not and I, I started thinking if i should buy one and then i started i'm reviewing all these gosh darn green lantern games i'm playing the 3ds version of that thing the screen's wobbling back and forth yeah. the screen even with 3d off is somehow still hurting my eyes I'm like i'm not buying this piece of garbage yeah i mean so this is what i kept saying i had a, i actually took the train with rich yesterday our nintendo executive editor was he just like and i was talking to him like listen like you know i'm you know i'm a, I'm a well-documented old-school nintendo fan you know, like that's that was my you know I I loved Sony since the mid '90s, but I was also a big Nintendo fan, NES, SNES, N64, and I really loved the GameCube. I was a, definitely a big evangelist of the GameCube because um, I had great games, right. and even though they were few and far between. Right. And what I was telling him was that with the 3DS, I am still 
still waiting for that one game where it makes me buy it. And I, I told him, I'm like, I'll buy it right away when they announce a game I care about. If you're just going to tease a Smash Brothers that's going to come out in three years, or if that you're going to give me a... And the fact that everybody got so excited about that. It's like, There's oh! a new Smash Brothers coming. We have no screens. We just started working on it. Like, fuck off. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and, and they announced like... That will take four to five years. I know. <laughs> and they announced like, you know, a Mar like, for instance, I could give a shit less about Mario Kart right now. It's like, who cares? You know, like, I want something new. Luigi's Mansion was probably the biggest surprise, and that's cool. I really enjoyed that game on GameCube. And the Mario game looked interesting, but again, it's not, and it's not a compelling... It's not compelling software. The Kid Icarus game is not a Kid Icarus game, so I'm not going to play it. The, the, you know, I want something that, that sells the system to me. I want to buy it. I want to see what everyone... Or some people are excited about with it, but I don't. And that's the thing with Vita. It's like, man, when we saw those games, it's like, holy shit, this Uncharted game is awesome. You know? Yeah. This game feels great. Super Stardust. I'm going to lose my so much time in that game. Mod Nation, the creation tools were awesome. You know? Little Deviants, this game is really unique. It uses the, nah, the, I guarantee know. Little Deviants is not going to be one we talk about. Well, we'll see. You know? I mean, what I'm saying is that there's there's not one game. It's not it's it's not two games. Play, not three exactly. Games. No, no. It's, they it's have this a, a, a roster yeah, yeah, of yeah. games. Blaze Blue looks so good. <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and it just, it's telling to me that the game people are most excited about 3DS is Ocarina of Time. Sorry. Like, I, you know, I think I was telling you, like, Ocarina of Time is a very special game to many gamers. Everyone in this room has experience with it and played it. I know Clements and I were talking about our first experience with it, how me and my friend Mike were in his basement at his house, like, right after Christmas, playing the shit out of that game. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, how when it came out again on GameCube and I played it and I really loved it, even though I'm a bigger fan of Majora's Mask and stuff, but I'm like, enough. Enough. Give me a like. Give me a game that I care about. Yeah. And the same thing with Wii U. It's like, cool. This thing has potential. All these third-party games are going to be out for like a year by the time the Wii U comes out. So where are the games that are compelling? Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem Chase to me? understand Did you that. Play it's Chase games. me. I didn't get the chance to play Chase anything. Chase me is cool. I I, I like will. Battle Just a tech me. demo. Yeah, well, I didn't like battle. I didn't like the controls of Battle Me. Uh, did you use the Wii U controller? Or did you yeah, use the Wii U? Yeah, yeah, I did both actually. That's why. Well, I, I mean, it, like ha having to like look around holding the thing is kind of awkward. Like using the. Remember, everybody, if you haven't seen it, the Wii U is. I mean, and I'm like not. A, I'm not mocking it. Imagine an iPad and then joysticks on the side with buttons on the side yeah. too. And then like for the Battle Me, like when you're in the shit, like you, the whole thing is that it's like American Gladiators with the other Mees running around on the ground, and one person's in a spaceship trying to shoot them. Yeah. Trying to shoot them. But in order to steer it, you have to literally move it up and down and like change your perspective. Yeah. Like as if you were looking down on the level it's pretty crazy and, and and it's a really awkward juxtaposition between like the using the analogs yeah. and you know changing your perspective by you know it's holding. just something that you know you're not used to doing i yeah. guess yeah that's the argument right but chase yeah. chase me was great i thought like i really really dug that and it, basically there it was a uh, a bunch of me's uh, it's basically hiding hide and seek right like yeah. there's a bunch of me's in the start like middle and then the, there's one person who's it who has to run and hide and the person who's it is using the the wii yeah. u controller and you run off on this maze, and then they also talk to each other and try to find you. And then they run and chase you and dive. <laughs> but why, are you, why are you all giggles? Why are you giggle puss up I'm, here? I'm not, not at anything you said. What anime still, do we remind you of? No, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm still, I'm so glad that during the Nintendo press conference, I was sitting right next to Kong. I was, and, <laughs> and like when Reggie came out, look. That was great. That, that, was, was, that was so like, awesome. Colin and I just made eye contact, and I lost it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I couldn't was, stop laughing. It was like this great, you know, well, it was a lot of first, right? And he was yeah, up there, and he's like, you know, Polite. Very, yeah, politely and eloquently and stuff. And then Reggie just comes out and he walks out. And he's like, "Look." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh man!" It's yeah. like it's, it's not as good as the kicking, like the kicking ass taking names E3 that that Reggie made himself famous for, but it was pretty close. What did you think of the PlayStation conference? Um, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I think it definitely had a few points where I was sort of. 
you know, saying to myself, let's go, let's move on. You're tapping your watch. But otherwise, I prefer the the Sony conferences I always really love because they take them very seriously. They don't try and crack many jokes. And when they do, they're very sort of, you know, like very subtle humor, like Jack making like a, you know, side comment about something. Ridge Racer. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well. You know that was funny. That those, was great. Those, that was, that those was moments funny. aside, but um, that was good. I'm not, I'm, he made fun of him at the conference. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I thought you were talking about the original no. original. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I like that they take their conferences seriously. It's very buttoned up. Yeah. They 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 and I think that in a in a professional business conference, that's probably the way to go. Because as we have seen by the, what was it, Ubisoft press conference, Ugh. you cannot. Mr. It Caffeine just, here. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It, I, I just, that that conference was painful to me to watch. I, I, I like Sony's conference fine. I think the whole, I think the, we talked about this in the video. The whole problem with all the conferences, right, was that everybody came out and said what you'd expect them to say. There was no, oh, and by the way, we have GTA 12, or we got Bumble, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just like, oh, here's all the stuff we already knew about. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, you know, reinforcing their their position, which exactly. I thought was like really boring. Like, What's the last awesome press conference anyone can remember? Well, I mean, last year with, you know, Twisted Metal and stuff Kevin like that. Butler. Like Kevin Butler. Like, I mean, it was definitely much more interesting last year. It At went on too long, I remember people saying Yeah, last well, year. both, I think, last went on too long. Last year. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> I got seated uh, accident. Well, I sat myself um, front row with because uh, all right. So, Thanks to me. All right, so so to give you a little background, I was up in the stands this with the first um, Sony conference this year. Yeah, and they had this big uh, kind of stadium rented out in in L.A. And I was originally in like the, the like the you know the Those seats up, up top, and uh, I was with uh, Rich George and and um, Fran Mirabel. And Fran and Fran and I were going to be, you know, providing pictures for the live blog. But uh, you know, all of a sudden, Greg's like, "Come on down here. I'll get you down into Come the, like, down. to the, to the, like the floor." So we go, we get there, and the area we thought we had seats in were was completely full. And so we found two seats, literally dead center in front of like Jack Trenton, like you know, like literally, like right, like probably three feet from the stage, and. Um, Soon we figured out that we were in like the executive section and we weren't really supposed to be there, <laughs> but no one really said anything. So like I'm sitting right next to Peter Moore, <laughs> and, he, and just well I don't know if I should say what he was doing, but like he he was not very interesting. That sounds interesting. <laughs> he, he, he was uh, he, he he was not very uh, enthralled with the conference either. Yeah, he was he was looking at his phone a lot. I always get excited. Because yep. I guess it's just me being excited, being a or video game like fan. Video games. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. Like, I, yeah. I got excited. I mean, watch it. I was excited before Nintendo's conference started. I was like, I can't wait to see this damn thing. It's gonna yeah. be great. It's gonna be. It's gonna be hardcore. And then I got a musical Aww. treat for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I got to see the. Uh, Let's go through the history of Zelda music. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing better to do oh, at E3. Look. Vita look. pricing. What do you guys think? <laughs> I like Perfect. it. Like it a lot. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Right where I, I am Perfect. seriously considering <laughs> it. I imagine I will end up getting the 3G model. Yep. USSR. As long as they keep the data plan at like 20 bucks or less a month, I think I'd be on board. You won't tether instead? It, what do you mean? Like use your phone to tether no, to it? No, because I have the unlimited – I have an iPhone. I have that unlimited plan that I was grandfathered into. So yeah. I'd have to tether it and go out some other way. What, uh, I, what I want to happen is that the PSP – I'm sorry, the Vita allows me to tether through it. That's what yeah. I want. I want that uh, that ability. Yeah. So then I'd be completely sold. Like a mobile hotspot kind of thing? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, what, do you, what do you think? Is it wait? Is it possible to be twenty dollars or less for the uh, for the uh, 3G? service plan? Yeah, I think if they're smart, it will be. Okay, but I'm, I'm assuming it'll be really limited in terms of like the amount of data you get. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, the other thing they're trying to offset again. Like one thing they mentioned during the conference is that you know by you know through that they will allow people to access any AT and T wi you know Wi-Fi hotspot, which is like you know airports and yeah. and coffee shops and stuff like that. So so I mean it, it'll be offset, but I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how the 3G units will sell. And you know, unfortunately, one you know one thing that I'd like to see from Apple is like you know the sales for the iPad because I'm assuming that the cheapest model, the Wi-Fi only model, is probably the biggest seller. That's what I got, yeah. Um, because like even I like I I don't know why I do, but I pay for 3G on the iPad. But I really should just tether because it it would cost about the same and it would work about this you know the the same. It would work exactly the same way except for you know I'd be draining the power on my my iPhone for it, but. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how people react and and you know pick up on the the 3G thing. They need to prove when they announce that plan, they need to give me some kind of uh, if if you're not if it doesn't allow tethering, that's gonna be a huge blow because then what am I doing? I'm doing near with it, like you know what I mean like I'm gonna near the action RPG. No, near yeah. the the, uh, <laughs> the Vita ability yeah. to Underrated see what people game. have been playing yeah, around me. Well. Uh, the other thing I'm really curious to see if what they do is if like they try to make like a contract thing, because Apple's got the you know the balls to say AT&T you're not gonna make this a contract thing. People are gonna be able to buy month to month, but yeah. you know Sony may be less concerned with that and maybe just be like, okay, we'll make people sign up for a year or two year contract for this thing, which would totally suck. Why? But, well, you want to lock into a data contract for your NGP <laughs> or your you know Vita? All right. I'm just going the Wi-Fi route, man. Yeah. I want to see. I'm, I'm not saying for sure I'm doing it. I just want to see. On, I I can't think of a time that I would not be I would not be near a Wi-Fi spot either at home or at the office and needing to connect to the internet using Vita. I gotta stick these trophies. I know. I like exactly. Honestly, <laughs> right. I I just I rarely. I rarely game online, and when I do, it's almost always at like sort of a dedicated. Well, and that's the other big question. It's like, are they going to allow you to, you know, do access online multiplayer for all games using 3G? 3G is not that fast, you know. Like, I mean, if it's 4G, I'd understand that because then you could like, you know, do real time, you know, wipe out and stuff like that. But is it just going to be limited to accessing the store and you know, yeah. check, you know, that's getting right. live updates? I'll tell you what I want it for is that if I'm ever on the train or in the Barts or whatever, I can download comics. <laughs> to my iPad, I just want I, I want it for tethering because I think that's a better solution for me than changing my iPhone plan. Oh, so you want to see if the Vita will allow you to tether to Correct. other objects? Uh, I don't think that'll be the case. He brought that up last week, yeah. like when we were talking to Yoshida. He seemed open to that idea, so I think he's gonna the next press conference. Probably TGS will come out and be like, "I got a great idea from Greg Miller." <laughs> <laughs> Another shout out yeah. to Yoshida-san, by the way. Yeah. Yes, of course. Because it just still blows my mind that there are extremely high-ranking Sony executives that listen to our dumb little podcast. Yeah, and he was great. Yeah, he was very nice. So personal. He was very nice. Honest answers. Yeah. He was very honest. And I will say this. I mean, you know, as, as I tweeted, A, that was one of the coolest moments of my professional career. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Speaking to him, seeing Absolutely. how cool he was, seeing that he really listens to Podcasts Beyond. Yeah. Which is like, so it's not, it's not just him, you know, it's not like, you know, you, you, you know, you would expect, you know, a very busy man, a very uh, uh, well-respected person who has a lot of things to do. 
might not be able to listen to podcasts beyond, which is almost unimaginable, but I assume that, that that's the case. <laughs> there are people, people out there, I think, who still don't listen to podcasts. Uh, but he really does. I mean, he was mentioning things we were saying and doing for yeah, quite some time. He was calling me out on, yeah, like my, my, when I was like, yeah, don't buy Move yet. So that was like from November of last year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, uh, he tweeted at me, which I thought was really cool, saying, you know, it was great to be on because I said, you know, thank you and it was very nice to meet you. And, and now he's following me on Twitter. So that's where he's, he's following us all you on Twitter. You so made it. So now I can, I'm just going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but hey, we'll say this about look, look, uh, <laughs> look. I thought I, I thought the press conference was pretty strong. I mean, I wrote a piece, an editorial about uh, about how why I thought Sony won E3 with the press conference. Yeah, wasn't a, I wasn't blown away by it. I did a video with Damon in which I said it was like an eight or an eight point five if it was on the iGen scale, and I wasn't like a, the the most amazing Sony conference. Certainly not the most amazing E3 conference I ever saw. They, but I think they easily won. And I, I'll say that as a gamer because there are games. And that's like what I care about. You know, it seems like Microsoft is doing really well by making Xbox 360 an entertainment destination, and they seem less concerned about exclusives because they don't really need them. Because a game like Call of Duty is still going to outsell it on PlayStation 3 two to one, and they have all these great, you know, great, uh, you know, packages and, and ESPN and all those things that you can watch YouTube. And now they have Minecraft, which is a game, obviously. Yeah. So I mean, they're doing. They're, they're <laughs> it's a which game. is a game. <laughs> so they're, they're filling like the needs of their consumers. I think their core consumers. I think they're doing it really well. But I, and I think I was really disappointed with Nintendo because I think that they didn't pick up any momentum from last year's E3 on 3DS. There are still no games that I care about. Two of the games they announced are are fucking N64 ports. So big whoop. You know who cares? And no Wii U games. So. Again, like I don't care, and nothing even for Wii to like tide people over, except for yeah. Skyward Sword, which I think is really strange, and like not even an announcement that the last story or one of these RPGs that are already localized and coming out in Europe are coming out in the United States. No announcement. Yeah. Like that's a little weird to me. Uh, Sony won because they showed games. Yeah, we weren't surprised. Yeah, we we kind of knew Sly was coming, and and you know maybe we expected more. And I was I thought it was a little strange they ignored Twisted Metal. I thought it was a little strange weird. that yeah. I thought it was a little strange that they. Ended on such a like it was, totally the ending flat, was weird. Right? I wanted God of War four. I wanted Siphon Filter. I, know, I wanted something I know, like really big at the end. They didn't do that, and so that really bothered me. But at the same time, I was really blown away by Vita. Like I said, Vita has a robust catalog of very interesting games that I'm, I'm I can't wait to play. And there are a lot of things this year in the now that we're gonna get to play on PlayStation Uncharted. three. Uncharted, I think, totally is you know people slept on the entire show. You know what I mean? Like right. nobody talked about Uncharted. And I think part of that is the. Uh, I don't think they showed the right demo at the thing. The, I, behind closed doors, I got to see the cargo plane demo, and that was way more exciting than the ship demo, which was cool. Still cool demo, you know, ship rolling, and get, but, you know, he's drowning. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And then on the floor, it was all multiplayer. No biggie. So if you didn't go behind closed doors and all you did was see snippets of the PlayStation press conference, you walked by and said, oh, it's more multiplayer, and kept going. You know what I mean? I want to go see what's happening with Journey or what's happening with Pixels. Right, right, right. And, and I will say the most surreal experience of that whole thing was playing Twisted Metal at a kiosk, um, and ten feet to my left is Perry Farrell running around the stage singing James Addiction songs. So that was a, yeah. that was a little that oh was cool. That was yeah. that was wild. I love James Addiction. Let me, so. Well, I'm not exactly a huge James Addiction fan, and I'll tell you, trying to demo uh, Medieval Moves Deadman's Quest on the on the kiosk directly in front of the stage yeah. where Jane, Jane's Addiction is performing. Tremendously difficult. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was an experience. Also, I am pretty sure. I think I told you this. Uh, walking through Sony's little, uh, not, I don't want to say VIP area, but it was the yeah. you know closed off area. Their yeah. booth. If you've, okay. if you've gone to PlayStation Home, yeah. it's the area you can't get up to until you uh, watch all the trailers. And if you haven't gone to PlayStation Home, go there, watch all the trailers, and then go play the arcade cabinet up top, which is a scribble shooter. It is an awesome uh, downloadable title. Only coming to PlayStation Home. There you go. But anyway, uh, walking up around the VIP area, almost positive. I'd like to say 90% certain 
that Hero from Heroes walked by me with a PR handler next to him. Racist. I heard he was around there, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't we... know. What, racist? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I like I'm 90%. I'm just giving you a hard time. Clearly yeah. it was Hero Nakamura. Greg and I saw T-Pain. Yes, we saw T-Pain. And? Cisco. Cisco. And the, here's the dynamite <laughs> thing we heard about afterward. The thong song guy, yeah. Here's, here's what we, me and Scott Lowe, there's a video up of us talking about the uh, video. Yeah. We're holding it. I lick it. Uh, we finished that video, and Anthony Cava, our camera guy, goes, "Ah, oh, that was really great, guys. By the way, Cisco walked by. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, no, no. Cisco walked by and goes, oh, shit, IGN, and then kept walking. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's awesome. He actually, he actually stood there and watched us for a while. Really? Yeah, the publicist afterwards was like, yeah, he wanted to meet you guys, but you guys were uh, you shooting. So we, Cisco, yeah. I'm sure you're listening to Podcast Beyond. The next time you run into a C3, you are welcome you're, to interrupt. Your song you're, changed my life. You are motherfucking Cisco. You are allowed yeah. to come in and say, what up, Vita? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We would be glad to I have like you. I like that Hot Shots Golf. <laughs> no, no, let me tell you about the Thong Song 2011. <laughs> he was laughing all the way to the bank with that song. That's yeah. a great song. Um, I think that was a good toe. And all the reader questions are about E3. So we can keep on and roll in here. Keep um, on, before, keep it on. though, we close out the Roper Report. Two things to point oh, out, geez, ladies that and was gentlemen. the Roper Report. Uh, all right. Uh, on Monday... Colin and I are recording the Infamous 2 spoiler cast where we will sit down and talk about everything in Infamous 2. Nothing will be sacred, so send in questions about that. Please title them, you know, send your questions, of course, to beyond.ign.com. Title them, you know, Infamous spoiler cast, or just Infamous colon, then whatever. Yeah, that's good. But infamous 2 colon. Start just so there's a way that we can look through them and grab them and yeah, not ruin exactly. the game for Clements, and I don't have to worry about them coming in. Remember, we're recording it on Monday, so get them to me hopefully by Monday at noon. What's up? Accidentally looked at one of the oh, spoiler cast sorry. emails. It's okay because it only ruins the evil ending. All right. Oh, I know which one you're talking about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't say it out loud. Uh, but uh, and I'm, I'm gonna still go play it. I, I'm telling you guys. I know you guys think that I'm some sort of infamous hater because I never beat no, the first one. I never one, think you're an infamous. But hater. I am really excited to play the second one. I've I got it it's sitting on my I desk ready very, to go. I am very, very happy with the response it's getting in the IGN office. Nicole Tanner borrowed my personal copy yesterday, and she's like, when I gave it to her, she's like, just seeing. So you know, I didn't like the first one all that much. I'm like, okay, I want to see what you think of this one. And then she tweeted last night that she was like really blown away with the first 45 minutes. That it was you know better, looked better, felt better, played better. I was like, awesome, yep. great. There you go. Uh, the other one, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we've said before, this is Podcast Beyond episode 193. A long time ago, we talked about maybe we could do a live Beyond for 200, <sighs> the big one, a live studio audience. That is happening. Wait, yes. a live studio audience like a, like the Donahue show? That's how we're going to say it in the beginning. Yeah, uh, you will be, Like Sally, Jesse, Raphael? I want, I want the whole audience to go, ah, at yeah, some yeah. point. I'm sure they will. <laughs> All right. Remember when you – if you – well, first off, we're, getting the, we're putting the card ahead of the horse here. All right. Podcast Beyond. Episode 200 will be live in San Francisco on August 4th. We are recording on a Thursday, which is our normal thing of events. Do not panic yet. Do not start emailing in about, I want to come to the show. Because we're, we're, it's not going to be open call. It's not going to be like, hey, everybody come here. You're going to email in. You're going to have to prove that you can come to San Francisco. Yep. And then we will select you and we will bring out hopefully like 100 to 150 people. And when I say bring out, I mean... We will give you an email saying you can come. You have to pay your own way here. You gotta. Uh, we'll have probably some swag, maybe some pizza up here. But that's it. That's you got to get to San Francisco on your own, and I'll be doing it on August fourth. On for August fourth. Will there be beer? Afterwards, I we I will lead this crew to Eddie Rickenbacker's, and we will get Panda. Okay, that we absolutely have to call them at that point. Yes, because uh, we they've gotten upset get. at us before. I know it'll be okay. All but right. again, though, I know how dare we bring business there? <laughs> yeah, can you believe and then, it? And then and then they yell at us for standing around the tables. Yeah, it's like, are you kidding me? No, I I know what you're saying. Like I've been there a couple times yeah, where, yeah. The, where that one waitress was getting mad a couple yeah, times. Yeah. So no, I I want to be like, are you fucking serious? I Do you know. have any idea? Do you have any idea how dead this place would be if we if we didn't bring people here and how much money you're making? Yeah, get over it. 
But here's the other <laughs> important caveat. Next week, we will have information on how to do this. Do not get crazy now and buy tickets. Do not. I mean, this is your week to plan. Can I legitimately be in San Francisco yes. on August 4th? August 4th. Thursday. Do not. You are not guaranteed a spot. So don't do anything crazy. Do not do anything rash yet. If you flake, we'll come down there and kill you. That's the other thing, too. Do not, <laughs> do not. when we give out information next week on how to do this, please, for the love of God, do not send in things saying, I'll totally be there, and then not come. Because you're taking away a spot of somebody who might have actually come. And yeah. don't tweet the details, either. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I mean, even then, we're going to have your name. You have to prove your, who you are when you get here. Yeah. yeah. But then we'll have it's, some fun. It, it's going to be an exclusive. It's a, it'll be exclusive. Yeah. But if you get in, goddamn, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know. Colin, if I wanted to know what games came out this week, where could I go? Oh, Greg, it's been a while. I know. You can go to the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. And it's been a while since I gone It's been a while since I've gone and fucked things up. Just like I always do. You're going too high, man. <laughs> Some tone differentiation. I was trying to I harmonize. Was... I've never actually learned how to do it. Yeah, harmony. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know that existed until the Beatles rock band. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Do you remember that song that Stain did with, with Fred Durst? Yeah. Which one? This is the real motherfucking yeah, deal, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, that's all he did. Yeah. I remember the video. He like sitting on the stage. Yeah, he just sat on the stage. And just, and just, and like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, then they, like, but then they recorded like a studio version like a year too late. All right. Anyway. Oh, God. It's been a while. Has it? No, so this is a list of games that have come out the last two weeks because we weren't able to do this last week. Okay. Um, so it's a little hodgepodge. There's quite a few things. Nothing on PlayStation 2. In fact, I think it's time we might want to get rid of uh, three <gasps> platforms. No? I'm fine with that. Yeah, How about, we'll well, talk about three it. platforms because now it'll be PSP and Vita. Oh, beyond. Living the Vita uh, loca. Perhaps <laughs> <laughs> what um, I have to buy that song. Ricky Martin's awesome, dude. I, lo- I like that song. That song is awesome. It is uh, a great song. On PSP, Blaze Blue, <laughs> Continuum <laughs> Ship <laughs> 2. You're playing that. Yep. That review's going up today. Yep. All right. Yep. You want to you spoil it? You uh, I will spoil it. Give it a thumbs up or down. Uh, I'm going to give it a oh, middle thumb. It's got to be a middle thumb because all I can think about is Blaze Blue Vita, which is going to be well, a, yeah. a thousand times better. But with that said, if you don't mind that it's going to kind of look and sound like shit, it's oh. still a fun game. It looks but like shit. They they can't they well it doesn't look like <laughs> shit. It's like an, it's like Custer's Revenge on Atari. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's just I mean they have made the the developers have made tremendous sacrifice yeah. to the graphics and audio to get it to fit on a UMD. I haven't che- I haven't chested uh, but chested. That's it. I'll chest. I haven't, you haven't chested I haven't, that yet. <laughs> I haven't tested the 3DS version yet. Okay. Uh, my assumption, same thing. Gotcha. But who knows? Greg. Yeah. Caribbean queen. Uh, no, we got to actually get through these. Now we're lists. sharing in the same dream. <laughs> and our hearts will be as one. All right. I just want, I'm sorry. I wanted to do it. Mr. Yoshida, if you've made it this far in the podcast, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of games on PS3. Uh, Transformers Dark of the Moon. Now, what the hell does that mean? Dark of the Moon? That's what the name is. Is that the movie? Yeah, it's the movie. Dark of the Moon. Dark of yeah. the Moon, yeah. You know Michael who, Bay doesn't know grammar. Dark of the Moon. All right. Not it seeing was, that it was movie. A it was, way, a, it was a simple way to get an Ozzy Osbourne song in there, all right? They just redid it. 
Duck of the Moon. moon. I think that's Bark. I, uh, yeah, I know. It's a parody. Like, Ozzy's <laughs> jumping off. Ozzy's jumping off? Every time I hear there's a radio commercial that has Ozzy as Osborne doing like the brisk iced tea. Yeah. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's doing the like, hey, people asking me how you're talking to You know? And. Dan Iverson, one of my roommates and a uh, IGN fan here. Uh, and a fan. What am I talking He's about? He works here. Likes IGN quite But he also it. likes it. Uh, we were just imagining Ozzy Osbourne in the sound booth recording that. And the, produ- <laughs> the producer, like, sitting there like, Ozzy, we're going to need you to do that one more time. <laughs> And he's like, I knew, I knew Could you more. please sound more incoherent? <laughs> Ozzy, we need one more for safety, please. Can't understand you. God only knows how that man still walks the earth. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, record of Agoras War. Is that game? What? Yeah, that's what it said. That's not right. Okay. How's that right? That, thing? that game's been out like a billion years ago. Uh, oh, maybe just for 360. That's what it says. I don't know. I'm just telling you what it says. About this paper I wrote. Uh, Duke Nukem Forever. That's a probably game of the year contender. Yep. Yep. Uh, Alice Madness Returns. Red Faction Armageddon. Mm. Starring Bruce Willis. Mm. Operation Flashpoint Red River. Mm. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. That's platinum. Our, that's our trophy tip of the week. That is a great game to platinum trophy. I've platinum. Just the tip. You did it pretty late at night last night, didn't you, buddy? Yeah, I finally got back. I went and saw the Green Lantern movie yesterday. All right. And then I came back and wrote some you couldn't stuff get enough? for the IGN today. And then I was like, now I need – Colin needed it. Colin needs the Green Lantern because he's not working on Friday. So I need to make sure I got the platinum out All of the right, way. got it. So, yeah, I, I, I platinumed it at 1.30 last night. Because you just have to play through on hard, which is easy. And you cl- cl- you get the collectibles, which are easy. And then at the end, though, you have to grind out to get enough experience points to buy a couple things. So I just kept playing the last level over and over again, listening to podcasts. Amazing for what you do for these little icons Isn't on the dashboard. B- big ups to Anthony Gallegos for staying mon- Monday night with me. He- him and I played that entire game from wor- like 4 o'clock at work. We started and got done at 10.30. Wow. Yeah. Any we- particular we reason? Too. Uh, we recognized that it was going to be a goofy game and we'd have some fun together. So we just did it. That's awesome. Um, and unanimous choice for pick of the week, Infamous 2. Now, I will say real quick, just to answer some Twitter critics of mine. Uh-huh. I saw a gentleman just walk outside this window with a Bruins jersey on. That reminded me that the Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Now, I did say, in fact, guarantee that the Bruins would not win the Stanley Cup this year. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I was wrong. Get off my back. I'm an Islanders fan. That's it. Okay, Thank that's you. it. Is that, is that what caused all the rioting? Yes. <sighs> Hold on. Oh, were there riots in Boston? No, really? Do you, do you not know about this? There was not here? Vancouver burned last oh, night. Oh, Vancouver. Well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because when the Patriots – well, I lived in Boston for five years. When the Patriots won the Super Bowl and the Red Sox – especially when the Red Sox won the World Series, that city burned. Yeah. I've never seen anything like – like. Well, I don't know why people do that to their own city. Real quick, our ship wrote in, and his first question was, I would love to get your thoughts on the riot in Vancouver last night. I'm personally embarrassed. Our reputation has been tarnished. Um, I haven't read anything about this. Here's, here's oh, that's the, horrifying. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'll send you the you should ch- go to Why would G- they do that? That city's like pristine. Why would they do that to Vancouver? Well, now go it's to, on fire. Go to Jim Riley's, uh, go to Jim Riley's Twitter, twitter.com slash Jim Riley. Mm-hmm. And he's got a link to this photo feature of all these crazy photos really? of people being I just, How bad was it? 
It's it was bad. really it's bad. bad. It's bad. really bad. It's like and NBA it's, Finals it actually, times two. It, it's way worse than LA with that one we were at. I it mean, makes there, me there, sick. There's a photo, man, of like the guy putting the uh, rag in the cop car and lighting it a fire. Like, I mean, these photos are insane. I saw one with like a guy holding like a, a, ma- a mannequin leg. Yeah, no, they <laughs> broke was, in and stole a bunch of mannequins. There was a bunch of blood on it. I was like, what the hell? Wow. He just bludgeoned somebody with a mannequin leg. And they... Oh, I I understand that there's a lot of violence in the world, but it, when it's over um, something that's supposed to be entertainment and something that's supposed to bring us together, that makes me sick to my fucking stomach. It's just, you know what, dude? This it's is embarrassing. A, this to, is the thing, dude. Uh, to be a human being. I, I agree. I completely agree with you. As a big sports fan, I totally agree with you. And again, the, the, what happened when I was in Boston, what I really realized was, you know, most of these people – when you watch the footage or whatever, what was going on there or just walking down the street and really like, cause it was happening like right around Northeastern where I went that these, a lot of these people are not sports fans. They're not fans. They're just drunk and they're just looking for an excuse to be totally. stupid. They want to fuck shit up. And yeah. it's just surprising to me that, you know, Vancouver has a really great reputation as a beautiful city, as a really nice and friendly city. And that's something like that would happen there. It's, I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of Vancouver residents that are disgusted in it also, and that yeah. did not participate. No, in totally, and that's always the way. I being, mean, when yeah. I remember when I was a kid and the Bulls won their first championship, I mean, Chicago went off the chain, and like it happened a, all, a little bit. The Giants won the World Series here last year. They won it away, but people still went down in front of the ballpark and burned a fucking tree for no reason. It was like I don't know. What do you, I mean? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I've never got it, but I understand. Uh, Drunks I, are drunks. So, I understand. So when PlayStation Vita launches, let's go out and burn <laughs> totally. some shit. We yeah. See, that's the thing is that I can totally understand if you got drunk and just like started screaming and like running up and down the street and like kind of partying. That makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. have a good fucking time. What? But then to burn someone's car to the ground. Well, if you're going to burn a car, burn your own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't be a dick about it. Yeah, like, I, somebody wakes up the next morning and they're like, you know, fucking Prius is on fire. <laughs> no! <laughs> Fuel efficiency! <laughs> Ryan, what came to digital stores? Uh, I will week? tell you. Now, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think I have the information from last yeah, week. Don't worry, a whole bunch of stuff came out. Uh, Colin, Colin, Colin keeps Colin, it up today. Colin was on the ball about that. I would like to say that for this week on the PlayStation Network, there's a lot of discounts going on. Yeah. Including some discounts for Braid and the Fancy Pants Adventures and Cuboid. Jesus. Which are all uh, games that we kind of want to check <laughs> Colin's out. Colin's looking at the photos right now. Uh, okay. <laughs> this uh, is my. It's like a bomb was dropped. Yeah, there's yeah, a picture yeah. of the skyline with just smoke emanating from Vancouver, yeah. like a like it was just bombed. Apparently, Colin doesn't care about the downloadable games. Colin so loves week. the downloadable games no, because one of his favorites came out this week. Uh, Greg Hastings Paintball no, 2. No, not Greg Hastings <laughs> Dive into authentic paintball action from Greg Hastings, the number one name in the sport. It's Create true. an unstoppable team of real players. Load up on revolutionary new gear and guns and brave the unpredictable elements in 62 massive fields based on real locations around the world. This is real paintball combat intensified with PlayStation Move controller support for precision hits and 7 versus 7 online play. Wow. Greg Hastings Paintball 2. Tell your friends. 20 bucks. Uh, Akimi Village for nine ninety nine. It's a city building game from Ninja Bee. What else did Ninja Bee do? That that name sounds familiar. That does sound familiar. Uh, also, Midnight Club Los Angeles: The Complete Edition is available for twenty bucks on the PlayStation Network, as well as Outland. Yeah. A Colin Moriarty recommended game for nine ninety nine. Magic awesome. the Gathering: Duel of the Planeswalkers, twenty twelve for nine ninety nine. If anybody's a big that's Magic a, is that the fan. same one we got for free, or that's a different one? Colin, is that not the PlayStation Plus one for free? No, I think th- I think the one that's free is the one that came out previously. Okay. I, I think they're trying to make it a yearly edition now. Uh, I know that this new okay. one though is discounted for PlayStation Plus. Okay, there you go. 
Also, folks, Alice Madness Returns. There's some uh, some downloadable content for that, as well as all the usual stuff. Now, uh, oh, and there's also God's Eater Burst DLC, if you are a PSP fan. Yeah. Okay, guys. Now, I have a favorite moment on Podcast Beyond. I actually do. It's probably my favorite time. My favorite time on Podcast Beyond is to talk about the minis oh, that came out this Mr. week. Mr. and Mrs. Jeff Rubenstein cranking these now, guys out. Now, <laughs> this... this now, I actually already knew one of them, but didn't know the full name yeah. when Nick's told me about it. And seeing the full name, especially at the end of this list, truly an extraordinary event. Gentlemen, mm. do you know what's coming here? Have you seen this list? I don't know what I'm I have, okay. yes, but I won't spoil it. Okay, thank you. You admit this is a particularly good collection this week, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. All right. Gentlemen, I'm going to present to you with the mi- – Scott Lowe, you have to pay attention to this I'm, shit. I'm sorry. Right? I got uh, – okay. God Go damn it. The man doesn't have any respect. He doesn't care about Podcast Beyond. I don't right. care about minis. <laughs> what about funny mini names and titles? Yeah, yeah, no, it's just the names I, that you crap. my complete undivided attention. Here we go. First of all, Run Ghost Run for two ninety nine. Of course. Good start. All right. Next, we have Babel colon the King of the Blocks. Is that based on the Brad Pitt movie? Yes. Probably. And it's the King of the Blocks. And then the final mini that we have today, all right, is the 2D Adventures of Rotating Octopus Character. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. really? Yeah, and I looked it up to make sure it was a real game, and it is a real game. That's fantastic. I'm going to buy that when we get downstairs, so yeah. I'll buy that. I the rota- buy that. Or the, the 2D Adventures of Rotating Octopus That's pretty Character awesome. for three ninety nine. I looked it up. I Googled it. I'm like, this, can't, this has to be an accident. Like, they just forgot. To, they, like, put a placeholder in, and they had no idea what the name of the game was. That's but awesome. that was, in fact, Well done, Jeff Rubenstein. That's my favorite. Uh, Scott Lowe. What's up? Our ship writes in with another question, and I think you might have the answer. Remember, yeah, if you want to be not. part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, write into beyond at IGN.com. Indeed. What do you think will be the battery life of the PS Vita? Oh, man, that's a big question right now. I mean, like the by traditional standards, OLED screens are actually more energy efficient than uh, standard LCDs. But it's also packing some serious processors that like have not been seen in any other devices, like mobile devices today. So... Um, one I'm, hour. I'm expecting it to be I, – I don't think it will be as bad as the uh, 3DS, but it's – Which is like what? Like an hour it's and like, a half? It's, <laughs> it's like anywhere between like four to six. Okay. So I'm assuming it will be like I, – I would bet probably like six or seven hours. All right. You know what? I, I honestly don't see the – uh, this is going to make me an enemy to a lot of Podcast Beyond fans, but if it had a three- to four-hour life, I'd totally think that was fine. No, un- unacceptable. I need to be able to fly cross-country with it. That's all I ask. Well, the one thing I will say is that we don't, haven't Don't do that phrase to me, call it. <laughs> we, they haven't talked about the battery at all. And, like, I've, the, given the units that we tested and felt out, like, they were all wired, so, like, they may not even have had batteries in them at all. So the actual weight of the unit is hard to determine, but... Um, they could have like a huge battery that they're going to put in there, yeah. and in, if that's the case, if they're smart, like because I mean this this isn't like an uber portable device anyway, so I mean yeah. they should just throw the biggest battery they can in there and like give people the battery life because you're going to be <laughs> carrying it on a bag anyways. That's the thing about yeah. it, right? Is that you can't slip in your pocket. Yeah. So at what yeah. point does Sony have to say that you know? It's not so much a handheld as it is a different console. It's yeah. a different kind of console experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're doing so far, right, with these games and stuff. You can yeah. still take it with you, though. I mean, it's, it'll well, they'll, they'll be yeah. nice cases. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just, none of that's going to fit in your right. pocket. You're oh, going to no, have to get one of the belt sure. ones, yeah. like a holster. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just picturing Kaz, like, coming on stage during, like, the Tokyo Game Show or something. And he's like, introducing the P- the Vita battery. And he, like, takes it on. And he's like, depleted uranium powers <laughs> this new device. It's, like, pulsing with light. With 30,000 <laughs> years of energy. <laughs> 
A lot of people wrote in with quick fire questions. Okay. They know that that's how we got to go after the E3s. Greg writes in, not me. Mm. I swear to you God. You wrote in this, these questions. I did yourself? not write in. Jeez, Louise. Um, Ryan. Yeah. Is it true you got a tattoo? If so, what? Yes, I have a uh, string of text along my right bicep. By, by the way, I just found out recently it's not bicep with a T on the end. No, I always no, thought it was. Bicep. Always thought it was for my whole yeah. life. Bicep. Yeah. That sounds weird to me. Okay. And it is actually a Dissidia reference on my arm. What does it say? It says, the messenger is standing at the gate. And it's a lyric from the It's song. a lyric from one of the uh, last battle suites in Dissidia. Scott Lowe. What's up? If you had to review the PS Vita right now, off of what you've seen, what would you give it? And is it better than a 3DS? Um, given what I've seen, I'm thinking nine. Wow! All right, I like that. I sound. think it's I think it's a solid device, man. I think it's 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 the definitive gamer's handheld. Ooh, look at that! All right, from what I've seen so far. I'm gonna don't send fuck the, it up, Sony. I'm gonna send Sony this. They can clip out that. We is it better? It is it better than the 3DS? Oh, the 3DS is a piece of shit. Seven five IGN. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is a it is a device that's like two gens behind, and it's got a 3D fucking gimmick no one cares about, and a five hour battery life. Sounds about right. Sounds pretty sweet. What did you rate it on IGN.com? I can't remember. 7.5, I think. No, uh, seven, yeah. 7 or 7.5? Uh, yeah, something like that. But, I mean, it, like, I don't know. I think it's a, it's a cool idea executed poorly. I think it could be it could be so much more. Okay. And, and I'm, speak, uh, you know, I'm a little more furious about it now than I was when I reviewed it because I was expecting to see more games. But yeah, uh, since there aren't, yeah, it's a piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> Colin. <laughs> yes. What do you feel about the PlayStation 3D monitor thing at Sony's E3 conference? I feel like there was no love given to it and quickly forgotten by most people. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a nice idea if you care. I mean, I still stand by the fact that no one cares about, you know, or very few people really care about 3D enough to want to talk about this thing. I mean, it's great that it's affordable. That TV's really small. If no one's caught, caught up, yeah, there's like a 28-inch? 24-inch. 24-inch TV that does the HDs. And then on top of that, it does 3D split screen where I wouldn't see your screen at all. And with that, when they said this in the conference, I said, I have no idea what the fuck that means. And when I finally saw it, what it means is that the two images are layered on top of each other. They're both full screen. Yep. And if so, if you're looking at it, you have no idea what's happening. But you put on the glasses, and you switch between player one, player two. And then you just see, like, you yeah. playing Wipeout. That's yeah. absolutely really cool. It's a really cool tech, but it was really poorly presented when they talked about it. It's cool. Yeah. But, three, like, you know, like Scott said, it's, it, 3D is a gimmick, and I'm tired of it. Well, I think, you know, for people who want to do it, I mean, that's awesome. Like, I think it's it's... It's a really cheap TV. It's a little smaller than most people want, but like they were really gunning home the you know kind of college dorm totally. room thing. If you actually w were at the event, the demo station they had was actually themed like a dorm room. There's like you know like beer pong tables and like a keg and like you know I don't remember that part. Oh yeah, I, I, I walked yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's it why was I ridiculous. Used it. I just didn't yeah, take in the, the yeah. Keg. it was like they were really driving that point home. But I mean, it's super affordable. You get a copy of Resistance Three. You get an HDMI cable and one pair of glasses, I think, and the other set of glasses is like are sixty. That's bucks. the other thing. Yeah, they they yeah. lowered the price of the glasses. Yeah, stuff. which is you know that's. I, I mean, appreciate them trying to make yeah. it affordable because that's why we're all like, well, no, I don't want to buy for that stuff. But my whole thing is like, I look at my TV and I'm like, I have like a forty-eight inch, and I'm like, man, I can go for like a fifty, sixty. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, yeah. I want to go bigger. I don't care about three D. I just want a bigger TV. Yeah. 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 Hey, Greg, do you think Sound Shapes will be downloadable only? If so, what price? No, I don't think it'll be downloadable only. I think it's a game that's got a lot of buzz behind it, and I think they'll, they're trying to push this new little format and stuff. Plus, everything that's going to be on the little more memory cards is also going to be downloadable, correct? This is what they've said? It's yeah, they said. it's a okay. proprietary okay, okay. Uh, format and downloadable. What's wrong? Why don't you just tell me to turn it in? That would be funnier here? if I uh, did it. Just reached in me. your face. You scared me. So has no one heard me the entire show? No, everybody's heard <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, Everyone in the room, will you buy a PS Vita day one? 
I'm looking forward to buying a day one myself, says Greg, not me. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would, except I always have the paranoia of like one of the models having mm -hmm. some sort of weird malfunction yeah. in it, or like a you know recall. De dead kind. pixels. There was dead very, pixels in the original. Very, you piece. know, I'm not saying that it's likely. I'm just I'm paranoid about it. I figured I'd wait just a little bit to see how. How how long are you gonna wait? Not long. As, like, lo as soon as. Are we as soon weeks as, or months? Oh, I, I probably not months. I just I kind of just want to see like the general reaction of like people seeing how they're they're we're gonna, okay. I mean I I, I assume we're going to get them early though a couple of units or whatever yeah. so you'll be able to you'll yeah. be able to play with them no I mean, it's always it's always touch and go we we didn't get many PSP goes I remember before that launch that's true but we got we did get the move really early yeah that was well nice. if you tell Sony that I just called it the definitive gamers handheld <laughs> <laughs> listen everybody we're we're prepared <laughs> to take this asterisk off yeah. of this quote what I'm going to say is we, we should get some units early because we have to review the game so you'll probably just get a taste of what the yeah we thought that about the 3DS too and that didn't work out yeah but Sony's generally better than Nintendo about yeah. stuff early yeah we had infamous like how much early <laughs> yeah. really early three weeks well and uh, alright hold on Dude, I want to say this uh, before we go much further I know I'm going to get a bunch of fanboy hate from the 3DS comment. It is not a piece of shit. It's a cool handheld. It's just, I think the Vita is going to be a lot better. I'm pretty sure that on the IGN scale, 7 to 7.5 is piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was excited about it at the time, but the more I see a Vita, the more I think it, like Nintendo has no chance. Because wait until consumers figure that out. It's like, I could pay $250 for this 3D thing, or I can get this thing, which has internet access, apps, games, you know, web browser. Two, two games, that's the big thing. Yeah, the games. big thing, games, more games. specifically. You know, uh, the thing oh, was you designed You don't for. want N64 ports? <laughs> Calling it right now, though, the 3DS will hey, get a price drop within six months of the Vita launch. The what about before the, the Vita launch, you think? I mean, I think that's possible, but it, like at the very least, like or the very latest, like within six months of the okay. Vita launch. Miles writes in and says, "Hey guys, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you at E3? It doesn't have to be game related at all. Mm. Uh, I, I, I'll go first since I had time to think about mine ahead of time. Mm. I've never rage quit a demo before. <laughs> oh, yes. I love this story. I have never rage quit a demo before, but I tried to rage quit a demo for uh, Michael Phelps' Push the Limit, a Connect game." <laughs> Now, this story is very visual, ladies and gentlemen, so I'll do my best to tell you as I can. I, I get up there, and then I, I see on my preview list, I got a preview, Michael Phelps push limit. I'm mean, no problem. Go to the 505 Games booth. They got a little room in there. I see some other Connect stuff. see the MMA supremacies. And then I get, I get over to the Michael Phelps booth, and people are there. They're doing the, the, these guys are swimming. They're racing each other, and they're sitting there in front of the Connect doing the swimming motion. I'm like, eh, breaststroke yeah, motion. Yeah, I don't want to do that, but okay, I'll, I'll, I got to play it, obviously. So I stand up there, and they're like, all right, uh, first here before the race, you know, Michael Phelps, he pumps up the crowd. He waves his arms up and down in the air. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. No problem. And they're like, do it. So I start doing it, and this gives you a stamina boost, which I like the idea. Like, you have a little bit more energy if you do it appropriately and keep up their thing. But as I'm doing just – and basically all I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen, is palms to the sky, lifting them back and forth, <laughs> yes. right, like this. Raising them up. Yeah. I'm doing that, and, and Michael Phelps, the character the character on screen, the torso is like uh, – it's a statue. The torso is just a statue, and then it's got stretched arms strong arms on it and the arms are just going wacky baby all over the screen like he's breaking his elbow while he's doing this and it's going all over and I'm like well it's a nice idea but whatever and then it's like you just bend over and touch your toes and then extend your arms to jump off the thing and I do that no sweat and I swear to god people my freaking swimmer hits the water and he is just frozen in place just gliding at literally I mean just like <laughs> That's his progress. I, 
and I'm I'm swimming my own and like there's this meter no one really explained the game how to play it beforehand but I'm like how hard is it going to be to swim and uh, there's this little meter with this uh, like the triangle bouncing back and forth and you got to keep it in the sweet spot or whatever and uh, I'm going and the, me- the needle just gets buried to one side it's not even coming back to the sweet spot so I'm I'm swimming and it's saying too slow too slow so I'm going faster and faster just says too slow too slow and my dumb character is just stuck in the water gliding <laughs> And barely gliding. And I'm swimming. I'm changing up my strokes. I'm doing this. They're like, oh, I think the demo guy's like, I think uh, you need to, you know, you're just moving your hands right now. Move your arms more. So I'm like full on swimming, like nothing, no response. So I just step back and I go, all right, I'm done. (laughs) And I look at them and they look at me and I'm like, and I was racing someone, by the way. Someone next to me had already completed the race. My character can't even get to the end of the first run. And I just go... Is, is there any way to quit? Can I stop? They're like, no. Like, oh, God. So I go back to the swimming. I finally get them turned around. Like, it was awful. It was so bad. And I tried to quit the demo, and they wouldn't let me quit pretty much because they didn't know how to do it. Connect. Technological model. Man, fuck Connect. <laughs> I love I Connect. A, I, is really, like, everything I've seen on the Connect is just. Besides dancing. Wipe out, wipe out. I'm going to review. Oh, my God. Uh, probably actually next week. Some of the games I saw on Connect are just embarrassing. Like, some, like, the games I went to see, like, so I don't want to say which ones, but the, the Connect games I went to see. Why can't you say them? Are you under embargo? You're no, no, I just, don't, I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't even remember the, the specific names no, of them. Yeah. They were just, they were just so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like some of them worked fine or whatever. But it's yeah. just like one of them was like, you know, the guys were very nice and stuff. But one of them was like a game where shapes appear on the screen and you have to just manipulate your body in order to fit into the shape. That was oh the God. entire that's game. The, that that's game the, that's the game show. The the get, get in the whole game show. Yeah, you I know, know? What you're talking about. I know what you're yeah. Talking about. And uh, no, this yeah. was a diff- this was is that are you talking about? Uh, uh, the, the, yeah, the Tetris like game, like where you yeah, play where you have to like yeah. bend your body. This, I was like, I, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, who's gonna like? I was thinking about. It. I'm like, all right, that's cool, but like, and it works. But like, who's gonna buy that? Who's gonna buy that game? They, there's no ideas on on for Connect or whatever. But I will say the best moment for me was was demoing the, the Hulk Hogan Connect. Oh yeah, yeah that's brother. That game didn't work very well either, but that was certainly one of the most surreal moments of my life. <laughs> just talking, just speaking with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, it was awesome. He's like, "Where are you from, brother?" <laughs> I'm like, "Long Island, New York." He's like, "I used to wrestle at the Nassau Coliseum." Like that's where the Islanders play. Oh, and then we man. started doing our little thing. Yeah, yeah it was good. That's it was amazing. Fun. I would like to say that I um, I wonder if I can talk about this. I think I can. Yes, I can. I'm sure I can. I don't. I didn't sign anything. Uh, so I had the. I, first of all, I know the um, – I'm an acquaintance with uh, Genovichen, who is the developer. He's one sure. of the directors of uh, – and company. co-founders of That Game Company. And so they're working on Journey right now. Beautiful game, Looks by the great. way. Very exciting. He was watching Greg game. and I play. Uh, oh, was he? Yeah. Very we cool. We kept going, where are the trophies? <laughs> <laughs> Sucks, man. I want to yeah. shoot something. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no goddamn sand snakes for me to shoot. <laughs> So anyway, I'm talking to Genova, and it's just he's really great. I actually he's one of my favorite developers to talk to, just because he's very. I think he's a very smart guy, but he's also really open to just talking about his game. And he like he asks me like what I think honestly, and I feel very comfortable. I would totally tell him if I didn't think something was good. But anyway, he 
I, I, I speak with him a little bit. We're having a nice talk. And then I, I'm, uh, I'm exiting the booth and he comes running up behind me. He's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. Uh, my friend from China is doing uh, a documentary on the, the video game industry here and also my development cycle with this game. Would you be willing to talk with her? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? So I turned around and it's this woman from the like, second largest news like, station in, in China. And she has a camera crew with her. So I get, I'm basically interviewed for this Chinese news station. This is like massive program documentary thing. And she was like talking to me like, I mean, it was kind of, it was hilarious. Cause I was like, I'm just, I'm just like this random journalist from IGN. Don't, don't, uh, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt, but it was a very cool experience. I felt I was finally the one in front of the camera being interviewed, not the one doing the interviews. Oh. See? Touche. Scotty Lowe, E3 moment. Man, I was drunk through the entirety <laughs> of E3, so I, I don't remember a whole lot. Uh, no, I, I mean, I think overall, the, like you know, just um, I actually got a chance to see games this year, so which that was probably my biggest thing because I'm usually I'm always about the hardware. So like, uh, you know, I'm really psyched with everything I saw. So I, I don't know that, that like, it must be like you know fine for you guys because you guys see it all the time, but like for me, it's just really exciting to see games and and get to. You know, play ones behind closed doors and shit like that. Mm. I'm always excited. Okay. Also, Bioshock. Tomb Raider, really excited. Yeah, Tomb Raider looks great. That game can't wait. looks amazing. Yep. And Bioshock Infinite. Of course. And I Battlefield will 3. Play that. Oh, yeah, real quick, by the way, biggest surprise of E3: Blood Rain Betrayal. I never Skull got Girls, to see it. Skull Girls, bro. Directed by Uwe Boll. <laughs> yes. It's a it's a um way forward. It's a 2D yeah it's a way forward game. It's a 2D side scrolling action game. It's like Castlevania meets Moondiver. Moon it's pretty Diver. cool. Um, Adam writes into beyond at IGN.com. He says, Colin, which name is worse, Wii U or PlayStation Vita? Oh, Wii U. Yeah, oh, totally. That's not even close. Though I'm, I'm, I think we're all tainted now because we had that awesome conversation with Yoshida-san about like the meaning behind Vita, Vita. and like what it, what it meant for them. Life Force. Oh, yeah. I don't think Vita is a strong name at all, but I think Wii U is. I think Wii U, like I said when they announced the name, I'm like, I think I tweeted it. Like Nintendo was like, what is the worst name we can name this new console? And then they went ahead and named it Wii U. Yep. Ryan? Yes. Which Xbox exclusive shown at E3 would you like to come to PlayStation? What are some Xbox exclusives? <laughs> that says it all. Uh, no, uh, you know the funny thing is, is that I'm actually not uh, joking. I just no, I, I was, I I was mainly I was paying attention. I was kind of in a bubble at E3 doing my own assignments, so I didn't. It's Halo Anniversary, Halo Four, Gears of War Three. I think it's Forza. Forza, right. yeah. But, I mean, you got... Um, I am actually a probably the biggest Halo fan among all of us here, right? No one else likes Halo, right? I like Halo. Oh, I you do? Yeah. I don't care. Are, would you consider yourself a pretty devout fan? Because I am a pretty... Of the story or the multiplayer? Everything. Oh. I'm a bigger fan of the story than I am the multiplayer. Okay. Anyway, I am a uh, big Halo fan, so I will totally... I, I love the Halo games. I don't, I don't think they really are ever going to end up on the PlayStation, though, so... Obviously not. I'm not going to ask them to do that. All right, uh, we got to wrap this one up. We're yeah, it's getting late. That's okay. It's a fatty podcast. We're fine. We're fine. Carl writes in with quick fire questions. Greg, Mod Nation Racers, PlayStation Vita, or Little Big Planet, PlayStation Vita? Uh, Little Big Planet, PlayStation Vita. Mod Nation Racers is extremely cool, though. Somebody else wrote in, and I'm not going to get to the question. Uh, they asked, does it control like shit like it did on the PSP version? No, this is literally the PlayStation controls. PlayStation 3 controls copied over. It's going to be great. Ryan. Yeah. I'm pointing at Colin when I said this question, but Ryan. Yes. Final Fantasy X1112 or Mirror's Edge 2? Mirror's Edge 2. Colin, trophies or orange juice? <laughs> trophies. Uh, 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 <laughs> Sacrifice your health. <laughs> Scott. Yep. Sony's press conference or Nintendo's press conference? Sony. Everyone, Uncharted 3 or PlayStation Vita? Vita. 
Oh wow! Yeah, that, that, sa- that says something about what I, I just did it off the cuff there. You did, you did good. Yeah, you yeah. did. You can have Uncharted on the Vita. Whoa! I, I mean, I, I love on the Uncharted series, but I think I'm just more excited for Vita right now. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll go Uncharted three. I'll be the dissenter. I'm excited for Uncharted three. I mean, I'm, the problem is I'm excited for both. Yeah, they're me both too. gonna be great. I think Uncharted. Here's the problem I think with Uncharted right now, especially coming out of E3 and what kind of buzz it had, right? It's just the fact that everyone knew coming in Uncharted's going to be Uncharted, which means it's going to be awesome, which means I'm going to buy it and play it, which means I like it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Not many people came away from the demos being like, oh my god. You know, Uncharted 3 was amazing. It was like, oh, Uncharted 3 looks amazing, which is what we expect. Great. Yeah. But have you seen this over here? Which brings me to Connor's question. Connor says, could you guys explain how the best of E3 awards are decided? I noticed Uncharted is better than Bioshock on PS3, but also worse than Bioshock overall. Will these lists ever make sense? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> we just drink a whole lot and then make a list. Yeah, Connor. Yeah. I think I think uh, you hit it on the head. I think it, they don't make all that much sense, really, because we see a demo for two seconds, and the fact that you get nominated, I think, means more than anything else, right? Yeah. Like the the reason I think you see, uh, I'll tell you, I I'm a man of my word. I voted Bioshock on the line. I didn't I didn't deviate based on platforms or anything like that. But I think a lot of people do get to platforms and they're like, well, what did I see the Bioshock demo running on? I liked Uncharted a lot. When you say, what's the best PS3 game, that's when people start thinking, oh, I should pick an exclusive because it's a PS3. Yeah, sure. Nobody picked that. I did. It got no. I heard it got negative votes. <laughs> uh, and the way we vote is that you know we all nominate stuff throughout the week, and then that gets vetted. If it gets enough nominations, gets put on a list, and then we all voted in a poll system we had, and then the winners were picked that way. Yep. So yeah, it's democracy in action. Um, M Dog two four three eight. One of the people who bought the shirts back in the day. Mm. He, uh, me and Colin did predictions. I guess you weren't on this episode, Ryan, but we did predictions for E three. He came in with the winners and who got the most points. Uh, Colin's predictions were, number one, that uh, the NGP would be named the PSP2. That prediction was incorrect. You get zero points. His, Colin's next prediction was Kevin Butler will be at the Sony conference. <laughs> incorrect. No points. Your final prediction was that a bunch of PS3 remastered collections would be revealed. Only one was revealed, being God of War Origins, and half a point is awarded. I'm being slightly generous as you had no Wait, points. but I said PS3 collections, right? But, oh, I guess I was. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I, don't know. Yeah. I was going to say those were PSP games, technically. But they can't. You're coming. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Greg's predictions, the price and release date will be revealed for the PS Vita. That was only partially correct. I get half a point. His second prediction was that Kevin Butler would not make an appearance. I get a full point. Uh, my final prediction was that a lot of announcement trailers would be shown. There were only four or five by MDog2438 point account, so I get one point over there. Final score, Greg, 2.5. Colin, 0.5. Jeez. You got pwned, be owned. That was bad, yeah. That was pretty bad. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, please be parts of our shows. We love you so much. Write in, beyond at IGN.com. Follow us on the Twitter, IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Colin is no taxation. Scott Lowe is Scott Lowe now? Yeah. You finally got this Yeah, fixed? so uh, thank you Beyond Community for harassing the Twitter.com slash Scott Lowe guy to uh, give it over. So, And Ryan Clements is Quam Cider. One day, man, I'm going to get that Twitter name. You're trying on that too. Everybody's trying to, everybody's trying to sell out their Twitter name now. I've called, I've called Denmark like three times to try and get this guy's Twitter name. I still can't get it. Yeah. He doesn't yeah, you tweet. You it's a waste. Yet, right? yeah. What a waste. No, I haven't talked to him yet. I'm sure. I feel like you might give it to me. He seems like a nice guy. His profile picture looks like a, a charming man. When was the last time he updated? Uh, in May sometime, like middle of May. Uh, there's a system. Like, like actually Twitter will like take his account offline after – like if you make a request and he doesn't use it for six months. Oh. Okay. We should do that for Mrs. Slime. Or Mrs. Lime. Who, Mr. Mrs. Slime. Mrs. Lime. <laughs> um, 
So tell me more of this. I, I will tell, tell you off the air, air, everybody. Before we go, remember, Infamous 2 spoiler cast is being recorded next Monday. So please get your questions in ahead of time. And remember that Podcast Beyond 200 will be live in San Francisco on August 4th. It's a Thursday. Don't book flights yet, but figure out if you can come. Next week we will have details on how you can enter to come. And we'll go from there. Ryan Clements. Hey, buddy. Take me home. It's, it's a really special day today. Uh, we've had a lot of good luck with songs. Yeah. I want about I want about 45 seconds to do this. Is that cool? I can only give you 30, and you're already eating it up right now. All right. So Danny W. 20. My <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, Danny uh, contacted me once again. If you all know Danny from the amazing two-player co-op song that we debuted on Podcast Beyond uh, quite some time ago. Yeah. But are you timing me? Is that no, what you're doing? No, I'm not. I'm checking my sure. email while I listen. All right, because I'll get nervous. I'm, don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> So Danny uh, is providing us with another song for today. It's uh, a little bit of a parody, which you will find out soon in a second, but it is called Game Girl. And Danny has a few announcements to make regarding this whole spiel. First, Game Girl will be up on iTunes in one to three days. So if you guys do like the parody, and I am a big fan, uh, check it out. Um, If you also want some more updates from Danny, because his music is totally awesome, and you should, go to facebook.com slash T-U-A news. T-U-A news. Easy stuff. Uh, also, you know how uh, Danny and uh, his girlfriend Tori, they started dating around the time that the two-player co-ops happened? The song features the two of them. It's all very cute. Uh, it was Tori's 23rd birthday on the 10th of June. So Aww. happy birthday to her. A little belated, but still good. And also, the big news is that these two lovely people are getting married on the 2nd of July. So I think that all the Beyond folks should go to facebook.com slash T-U-A news. If we get invited, are we going? Uh, I don't. Isn't it a little too late for that? We're, getting, we're coming up here. That's like next month in a couple weeks. Yeah, so... Also, isn't that during Comic-Con? No, no, no wait. That's uh, end of July. Yes, that's end of July. Anyway... Uh, I, 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 I kind of feel like it might just be family for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to believe we got snubbed. <laughs> kind of got but them together. We're the whole reason they every, got together. Everyone should <laughs> check out Danny's song and wish both Danny and Tori a, uh, a good married life because they are totally awesome. Happy marriage. Yes. Congratulations. And, and the, the last big announcement is that we are debuting what I think is Danny's finest work on Podcast Beyond episode 200. Oh, teasers. We are, that's, that's going to be, we're going to be showing off, I think his, uh, the song is just incredible. It gives me, gets me all Only nostalgic. Only seven weeks to go, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Seven weeks. All is right. that really, is that what, it, yeah, that's what it yeah. is, huh? Anyway, thank you, Danny. This is Game Girl. This has been Podcast Beyond. And, uh, <laughs> that's it? And that's it, Beyond! <laughs> <laughs> Came to play, 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 play. Yeah, our quarter's up now. What you say, 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 say? Yeah. That's why we're here at this arcade, arcade, arcade. Girl, you and me will put them away, way, way, way. Yeah, yeah. Yo, when my baby comes along, oh, then it's on like Donkey Kong.
Girls.